listening to Football and Fluff, where we talk a lot of football and a little bit of fluff. This podcast is a venue where we discuss college football and its fluff. We're your co-host, I'm Hank. And I'm Trey. I'm the football. And I'm the fluff. Word play of the day brought to you by Fluff. Word play of the day. Out the gate. When a ball carrier breaks free of the defensive line and is running freely through the defensive backfield, he is said to be out the gate. This can also apply to a defensive player who retrieves a turnover and proceeds to run freely from the opposing team. Out the gate. Wordplay of the day. This week, we had a chance to sit down and talk with an NFL great. He attended the University of Georgia, where he led the nation with 21 touchdowns, and he led the nation in scoring with 11.5 points per game in his junior season. He set school and SEC records with 126 points scored in a season, where he averaged 6.8 yards per carry. He was a consensus All-American and the Dope Walker Award recipient, which honors the top running back in college football. In 1992, he was a recipient of the ESPY Award for Outstanding Collegiate Athlete, and he was the SEC Player of the Year. He finished his career at Georgia with 3,232 rushing yards, 3,934 all-purpose yards, and 16 100-yard rushing games. He also had 33 career touchdowns with the Georgia Bulldogs. In 1993, he was the Citrus Bowl MVP where he rushed for 163 yards and two touchdowns. He and his Georgia Bulldogs defeated the Ohio State Buckeyes 21-14. He was drafted in the third round by the Arizona Cardinals and played with the Cincinnati Bengals, the Denver Broncos, and the San Francisco 49ers, where he set multiple team records. He had a total of four 1,000-yard rushing seasons. He was the 2001 NFL Comeback Player of the Year. He was the two-time Professional Football Writers of America and the Pro Football Weekly Comeback Player of the Year in 1995 and in 2001. Football and Fluff family, welcome University of Georgia legend and NFL great Garrison Hurst. Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you, sir, for having me. Uh, we are honored, and we are uh, like I like I, I'm having a hard time containing myself, but uh, we are honored that you are here on the show, and would like to ask you a few questions. So let's just get right into this thing. Um, anytime Coach Sean recommends something, I, I listen to Coach Sean. He's good people, man. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed, good people. Uh, good. Yes, indeed, Coach Sean's wife and I have been knowing each other since the seventh grade. Really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always been that competitive? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with with the guys. <laughs> I can believe it. <laughs> yes. So um I coached at the University of Toledo. Right. And, and the guy I coach with, his name is Paul Winters. He's the head coach of Wayne State. 
And we, yeah. we, we had a conversation probably back, I don't know, it had to be 91, 92, somewhere around there. And then later on, we talked years after that. And he always tell me how he liked Rodney Hampton. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, Garrison Hurst is my man. What you talking about? <laughs> so so this is this is this is truly an honor for me. <laughs> I'm on a question format, I can hang in that pretty good, but I can I'll catch them. You still look like you can you can tote the rock too. I can tote from the kitchen to the bedroom. That's as far as I can. <laughs> All right. What got you interested in football and what age were you when, when, when that came about for you? Um, well, I grew up in Lincolnton, Georgia, which is a small town, and they were always known for football. <clears throat> My father, football fanatic, football guy, he played high school football. He encouraged his younger brothers to play and so on. So I was always in a family that loved football. So I've been watching football before I ever could play. We didn't have organized football in my hometown until you got to seventh grade. Mm. But back then, uh, neighborhood games against neighborhoods was like going to the Super Bowl. So that's right. You know, that was big time. So that's, that's my first introduction was neighborhoods. You know, my father, my cousins, and neighbors, Willie Murray, my Uncle Nars. I mean, I could go on. Uncles and aunts and cousins, we all played. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I, uh, it's funny you say that because we had the same competition with neighborhoods. And that's, that's the right. That was the first introduction for football. Couldn't have been no more, probably seven, eight years old when that happened. Um, what schools were you getting recruited by? Once you, once you got to the high school scene and started to uh, be very successful there, um, mm -hmm. what high schools, or I'm sorry, what colleges were coming in at that point when they saw your talent? Um, I started getting letters 10th grade. Ninth grade, a couple visits, but we had a, we had a guy there at my high school that was highly recruited, which helped me. So schools start coming in early, looking at him. When you start looking back then, they had to look at the tape. Let's look yes. at some tape, guys. <laughs> so they looked at tape and start questioning about me. And then my sophomore year, my first visit ever was at the University of Georgia. Okay. Uh, first time I went to a game was there. And then uh, from there, all the schools in the Southeastern Conference pretty much came at me. And I, I, my dad likes to say, I can't find a team in the United States that didn't send you a letter, son. So I don't know. I got recruited by a lot of people, but I wasn't ever serious about everybody. So when I say nowadays, you know, you got to list your, your top 15 teams. Back then, I, we, we were going to do five official visits. Okay. So I, I listed my five teams. That was Georgia, um, LSU, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Clemson. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So those I were the know. schools I, I went to. I was gonna visit. Yes, yes. Was was there ever a chance of you considering any other school but Georgia, or was that that was pretty uh, yeah. much? No, honestly, man, I grew up a Bo Jackson fan. Okay, I've, I've told his story. My agent name is Pat Die Junior. Oh wow, that's my agent's name, and I told his dad this story. I said, you know what? I grew up a Bo Jackson fan, and I couldn't even get Auburn to invite me on a visit or to games. Auburn called me on a Saturday morning, the day before my state championship game, and said, we, we didn't know if we could recruit your area. They came up with all kinds of stories. I know oh the real God. story now. Pat Dye told me the story. But um, <laughs> they, they, were, they were locked in on a running back that they felt like was going to be that guy, and he was such a diva, they couldn't recruit another running back heavily. 
Wow. Especially a high recruited one. So they didn't. And then last minute he changed his mind and went to Florida State. Oh. So they started calling all kind of run. I said, it's too late for me. I already made my mind up on that the schools I'm gonna visit. But Auburn was a school for me. Nice. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh so so then with that being said, what were some of the other things that influenced you on becoming a Georgia Bulldog? Um the years that I was looking at Georgia was my sophomore fresh sophomore junior senior, of course. And they had Rodney Hampton, Tim Worley, Lars Tate, um, Keith Henderson. Yeah. Yes. Alfonso as so at that time, you were gonna get a whole bunch of toss right and toss left with Georgia. Mm -hmm. and that, that, like, man, that's what I want to do right there. <laughs> so I was like, I want some of that right there. Toss right. And, you know, when I got to Georgia, we were still running that same offense. It okay. didn't work. But it was, it was, um, that would lure me in because every year Georgia was getting a running back was going first round. How can you not like that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and like we were talking before, the best talent in my mind after recruiting and then coaching guys. The SEC talent is unbelievable. And, oh and, and I know some of it is because in the Midwest, they have these gentleman agreements where if you recruit this area, we're not going to go over there and talk to that player. But the SEC, they just, hey, everybody oh. better be on your game. We're going to get them. <laughs> yeah. uh, we want it. We don't care what side of their nation is he on. There was one thing that I saw that you did in the Tennessee game, and I believe it was 91 or 92. And you broke around the outside, and the cut that you made—you did like about six quick steps, but your feet were spread apart. I have never seen a running back do this. This is how I look at the game. Okay. <laughs> you did about six steps with your feet spread apart, and you—your last fake was to the inside, and the Tennessee guy bit to the inside. You went around the outside and went about sixty-five yards for a touchdown. I had never seen a back do that. It was the most outstanding thing I've ever seen. So with that being said, your off-season preparation had to be something monstrous because, A, you look like you were evenly strength from a coach's standpoint. You had upper body strength and lower body strength. Some guys are either they're strong upper body or strong lower body. You had both. And, and, and you may or may not uh, even look at it like that, but we, we saw it. We was out here looking. You had both. <laughs> And your calves were incredible. And I understand the twitch that you had. You were allowed to make that move that you made against Tennessee. But tell us a little bit about your um, off-season preparation. Um, being at University of Georgia, you know, when you're in college, they, they handle every minute for you. Yes. When you're in class, you can bet those coaches got something planned for you to do. And, and honestly, Coach Tereshinska was my strength coach. And we were we were big on sleds. We were big on power cleaning squats, of course. And he he started bringing in more stadium steps, and we we hit that track a lot: four hundreds, two hundreds, five fifth. I mean, he, we were we we were well rounded on on conditioning and 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 strength training. He didn't just he didn't believe in building big bulky guys that couldn't move. Mm -hmm. So we we didn't just pull sleds straight ahead. We were doing a lot of lateral stuff. So it wasn't it wasn't a muscle we didn't work on. We did a lot of core strength. I mean. I think Coach Tereshinsky at the time, in my opinion, yes. was a time for a lot of strength coaches. And back then, it wasn't a race on who has the biggest and best weight room. It was like, who going to put this work in? Yeah. And the competition was a, a, a between guys on the team. 
-hmm. If you can get past the competition of your teammate, when you get on the field, it was no problem. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> okay, I got something on my chest. I got to get it off my chest. The Downtown Athletic Club proudly announced the 1992 Heisman Trophy winner, Garrison Hurst. Okay, I've been holding on that for about that long. <laughs> there was no way in the God's green earth that you were not the Heisman Trophy winner in 1992. I'm, I don't care who. I'm a college football guy. The things that you did at Georgia in 92 for the team, which is what a Heisman Trophy player does, you came from nobody even having you on the radar to the best player in the SEC. How could you – and if you – at that level of competition, I don't care what Marshall Falk says, his schedule wasn't tough as yours. <laughs> I don't care what Gino Toretta says, his schedule wasn't tough as yours. You were the 92 Heisman Trophy winner. We, the football family, know that. And we were upset at the results of that at that time. <laughs> I just got to get it off my chest. All right. I, <laughs> I'm going to let you say that. Um, I, I, don't, I don't see Gino or Marsha very much. Marsha I talk to quite often. But, mm -hmm. you know, those, both of those guys were great, great players as well, man. They were. They were. So I'm going to allow you to put that out there, and I'm going to just say power to the people on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and just say, just because, you know. It was it was fun. I just went to my room and went to bed. So. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I said it, and I'm standing by it. <laughs> um, tell us about some of the attributes that you look for in a running back. Ah, you know, that's pretty cool right there. Um, I got two boys, and both of them seem to be playing running back right now. And I was hoping they wouldn't because I didn't want them to have to go through what I had to go through. And, Yes. So I got one that's about six foot. I said, you need to play corner, 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 corner. Uh -huh. Get to school, straight to running back. <laughs> My first one, he built like a running back. He was never going to play anything but running back because he don't know how to backpedal, so he got to go everything forward. But I tell you what I tell them all the time. I'm constantly critiquing things, but my first thing is toughness. You can't teach that right there. If you are tough, and it's, when you look at toughness, I look at that guy, I don't care what I got to do to win this battle. I'm going to do whatever I, and I know what this dude bigger than me. Mm -hmm. And I look at this in a moment where it's, it's um, crunch time in the game. Yes. You got to pick up a blitz. Linebacker coming straight down your chest. He's going to win. You know this, but you, don't, you only need a second or two for the quarterback to get the ball off. And you take your body, you throw it in there and hit him with everything you got. It hurts both of you. But you got to go do the same thing, get the next play, and you still do it. That's the kind of dude I want right there. Because by the end of the game, that dude right there going to make somebody quit. You got that right. <laughs> He's going to make somebody quit. The rest of the things, I, of course, I want quick feet, strong speed, and all that. But if I can get me a dude that's tough, that you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to break you before you break me. We're going to win somebody with him. We're going to win. <laughs> that's right. And the one thing I will say is, is, is kind of a lost art with uh, a guy who sticks his head in the fire. Because oh. I remember when you played – you took as much pride in blocking as you did running. Oh, you have to. And you took on some guys probably a little bit bigger than you in, in most cases, and, and a lot of those battles you won. You have to. I, my high school coach preached blocking. But when I got to Georgia, Willie McClendon did not play, period. You're going to be a running back, you're going to block, mm -hmm. period. He played with, with, um, with one of the, the – to me, arguably the best running back ever, and that's Walter Payton. Yes, sir. And so he coached like 
Walter Payton was right there with us. <laughs> it was about being physical. Yes. So he pre he preached. Period. You go in there, throw them up, fight them off, plays over. Yes. Then I get to Francisco. Tom Rathmus is my running back coach. Hmm. So I, I came through a, a process where I had great coaching that that really emphasized. It's not what you teach; it's what you emphasize. That's right. They emphasize straight up technique on blocking. And the first thing you do is you got to stun him. Because a lot of times you stun him, he's blinking, he's trying to recover, play over. <laughs> that's right. So, <laughs> that's important for a back to me. That's right. That's right. Oh, and you you have two sons playing running back. That that is that's awesome. That's I know, it. man. I, I, I tell you what. I, my, my middle son just tore his ACL up on last Friday. Oh, no, sir. I know. I know. I tell you, I tell you, son, I wish y'all had played enough. But, I, and I'll say this. They, I don't tell them, I'm, I come from a family, we don't, we'll talk when we get home about how the game went or how I think you did. I don't believe in talking a lot in public and bragging. That's not who we are. They do pretty good. They good. got a long way to go, but they, they, they got the I'll fight for what I got to fight for, Gene. So that part, they're going to be okay. Yes, we'll see what happens in the long run, but they do okay. Well, I will say this. One of the toughest, one of the strongest, one of the – what I would consider a player who had a lot of heart, uh, that's the lineage they come from. So uh -huh. I, would, I would only expect that they would be just as much of that as you were and, and even more because uh, when we talk about an SEC legend, that's exactly who we're talking about two today and that's garrison hurst so i'm a fan but the one thing i believe in if i get an opportunity to talk to you um i'm gonna come from the heart and i carry my feelings on my shoulder but i'm gonna tell you like it is right <laughs> you go to these you go to these sports shows they pumping up guys that they talking about this sec linebacker right now that's playing at a certain school he's supposed to be the top guy in the nation he, he at least took four or five plays off when i was watching it i mean he's the art of sticking your head in the fire is gone. And don't, I think part of, part of the rules is taking that out of the game, too. But you can't teach a guy to go in there and, and eat a handful of grass. No doubt. You need about six of them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, But, Garrison, tell us about um, life after football. What's, what's going on with Garrison Hurst now? Garrison Hurst is the Mr. Family Man now. Um, awesome. I got four kids. I got Two in college right now. My, my oldest son, Gerard, is at Tuscombe University. It's in Greenville, Tennessee. He's on a football and track scholarship. My uh, daughter is a freshman at University of Miami. She broke her daddy heart and went to at ACC and picked the most expensive school she could pick. I'm like, Jesus, baby. <laughs> and um, my middle son, of course, he's still he was junior in high school at Great Atlanta Christian. And I got a nine-year-old son who's at um, Lake Windward. He's a third grader. Okay. My wife is here with me, Jennifer Hurst, taking care of everything. She pretty much runs the house. So, you know, happy wife, happy life. So I'm pretty much mad most of the time and just doing what I need to do. I also um, – now I work for the NFL. I'm the uniform code police. So really? I'm the guy that makes sure you pull your socks up, boy. <laughs> Tuck that shirt in. <laughs> Awesome. That is yeah, awesome. Where, where, can, where can the football and fourth family find you on social media? Oh, I am. I'm on two different things right now. That is Instagram and um, Twitter. On Instagram, it's Garrison Hurst. And Instagram is 
I'm sorry, and um, um, Twitter is Garrison Hurst five, I think. Okay. I'm not social media fun. I'm I'm getting there. So if I, I'll just give you the wrong name, I guarantee if you type in Garrison Hurst, you're gonna find me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, like I said when I led off, it is it is uh, an honor and a pleasure to for you to take time to come to the show, talk to us, tell us a little bit about Garrison Hurts. Because sometimes when you have a favorite or a guy who left such an impact, a lot of folks want to know, well, what is he doing now? And and then when they find out that he's accessible, sometimes folks want to know, well, how did he get to where it is? What are some of the things he did? And, and what was his mind state? So we appreciate you coming by and sharing a little bit of that. And we hope that you come by again. And, I appreciate it. I would definitely love to come by. It was, it was cool. It was really cool talking to you, man. It's, it's great talking with you as well, sir. And football and fluff family, the legend from Georgia, Garrison Hurst. That wraps up this episode of Football and Fluff. Follow us on Instagram at Football and Fluff. Send us an email at footballandfluff at gmail.com. Tell us about some topics that you would like to discuss. See y'all next week.